Hello and welcome to Unrivaled Experts, where we get the best of the best to share their insider secrets so you can get a shortcut to living a better life. I'm your host, Chris Gunkel, and joining us today is Rebecca Rausch. Rebecca is the head lizard at Neon Lizard Creative Marketing and Design, which has an award-winning team that can serve as an entire full-service marketing and design department on demand as you need them. She is also a brand evangelist, and she's preaching the good word about rock-solid branding and marketing while inspiring the world to build a brand with social impact. And today, we're just going to talk about one of these many things that Rebecca could talk about. She's going to talk to us about the difference between marketing and branding. Rebecca, thank you for joining us, and welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. I'm very honored to be here. I'm excited. I love talking to people and teaching. It's awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you for being here. And and let's kick it off. Let's just talk a little bit about who is who's the person or the organization that you can help the most? Uh, we love to help CEOs and CMOs that are just overwhelmed. They're too busy. They're frustrated. They're confused with the technology. They got 45 vendors. They just really just need some simplicity in their life. And so we come in as a department and can do anything they need all the way from naming to website to social media to design anything they need we can do so their life is easier. Plug and play. They don't have to hire anybody, train anybody. You can just take it over. I love it. That's right. And we do a great job. (laughs) Fantastic. So what's one big problem that you specialize in solving and why is it a problem? Well, I believe that a lot of people don't really understand the difference between branding and marketing. In fact, most of them don't even understand understand the difference between branding and a logo. They think that you can design a logo, slap it on everything and go, yep, I've got a brand. And you don't because there's a big difference between branding and marketing. Branding is not just the logo, nor is it the culmination of ads and promos you put out into the world. Your brand is your reputation. It is the perceived value by others of who you are. It's how you share your message and represent those values. But, you know, how how does one get that perceived value? Well, I have a little story, if you don't mind if I share it. Go for it. Absolutely. Well, I call it grandma's roles. When I was a kid, my sweet, kind, white-haired granny lived in my basement. Now, she wasn't a captive. (laughs) My parents had taken the space and then turned it into a really pretty apartment. And I would go downstairs and watch her cook all the time. I loved her pound cake, her lasagna, but my absolute favorite were her heavenly rolls. I'd come home from school. I'd smell them baking. I'd toss my books by the door. I'd sprint through the house, slide down the spiral staircase and sit at her counter like a puppy. And as she made those rolls, I'd be trying to steal them all the time and get my hand smacked. So to this day, I've yet to find anyone who can make a roll as well as Grandma Cora. And you wonder, why Why would I tell this story? Because her rolls were exceptional each and every time. She followed a very specific recipe from the temperature of the flour and eggs to how many times she needed the dough. Her secret was in the details and the end result was always phenomenal. So if you want to like follow a specific pattern of actions, a recipe per se, you can do the same thing with your brand. I mean, 30 years of branding and design experience have taught me a thing or two and You want that brand to be downright delectable. You have to make sure that your art aligns to your messaging, that the messaging speaks to the heart of your clients. 
and it has to evoke emotion and cause wonder, desire, excitement. And this is, this is so important because the emotion evoked by the branding and messaging is the base on which all your marketing rotates. Marketing is simply little pieces of your beautiful brand strategically gifted out into the market. When people consume it, then they hunger for more. And you place a little bit more yummy stuff out there and maybe add a little urgency or scarcity and your prospect will follow it. It's kind of like a breadcrumb trail. Get the, get the relation there. So where you want them to go. So marketing is the breadcrumb trail leading your prospect where you want them to go. And like the aroma of grandma's rolls throughout the house, you capture your prospect's attention and draw them in like a gravitational pool. You, you share these tiny pieces of your promise and service and lead them into the fold of your business for conversion. Marketing essentially exploits the emotions created by the brand. Now, that sounds naughty, but, <laughs> but it's true. Through lead-generated interests such as a blog or a social post, Anything that gets clicked and sends the viewer to a landing page, which further explains or gets them to make a phone call, all of that entices the sale. That leads to conversion. It is, in essence, strategic manipulation. And that's what marketing is meant to do, to guide and convince your prospect to buy. So, in short, the brand is meant to engage, communicate, build relationships, and trust. The brand is the personality and the human side of the to appeal to that prospect's heart and biases. And marketing is not near as effective without a great brand. And a, even a great brand can't handle all the heavy lifting of marketing. So imagine if all the products were completely blank in the world, then you couldn't form an opinion. The brand is important. And it's, though it's a bit confusing, both are interdependent, but they're absolutely without a doubt not the same thing. And that's a big disconnect most people don't understand because brands evoke and marketing guides. How's that? <laughs> That's kind of I, the, the crux of it. Yeah, that was very well said. I, I love how you explained that. And I think it's it's spot on, um, really defining the difference between the two of those, because it is something that's confused. And like you said, a lot of people just slap a label on it or slap their logo on it. Now, now we're branded and we've done our mm -hmm. branding and it's so much more than that. Absolutely. So Especially when they get into Canva and stuff like that, they think they can just slap it on anything and, and then they don't have a consistent look throughout their design. And that's that's a problem. Absolutely. Yeah, the logo is the only thing then, but the, the entire look itself is is a little disjointed and gets confusing right. to people. So I love it. So So you've actually answered partially my next question. Uh, when people are are going and and they want to start on their marketing strategy and their branding strategy... What are some of the common mistakes that they're making when when they get started on this? Well, I'm a big believer, and it, it pains me to say so, believe me, because I am such an artist, right? But I really think that one needs to stop. They need to read Simon Sinek. They need to know their why. They need to know who their client is. They need to um, really define what they're doing, what they're what they're providing to the world, and how they're different. They need to get all of that done before they even touch the logo, before they touch any of the design aspect of it, because it all needs to align. One of the things that you see a lot in um, just the the lower end advertising realms, not the big corporations as much, is you see that inconsistency that you mentioned. You see that where they're 
logo doesn't quite, you know, doesn't feel like what they're saying they are. I have a story on that I'll tell in a little bit, but I mean, it's, it's really important that everything comes together and you need to figure that out long before you do the logo. Absolutely. Yeah. I have to have that clarity of the brand and the brand purpose, who you're serving before you even get started. Love it. Right. Um, now there is obviously a huge marketing, branding, even even sales industry out there. So a lot of people have advice. When it comes to really defining your marketing and defining your branding strategies and tactics, what's some of the worst advice that you see being given out there? I'm thinking on this one because there's a lot of bad advice. <laughs> a lot. Of, sometimes they say, oh, just go to Fiverr. Just go to Design 99 or Design Pickle or one of these places and get one of those guys. To, they can do it really cheap. The problem is when you do that, that person, number one, this is becomes a transaction. It becomes I'm selling you a burger. I get money. You walk away. I never see you again, right? So that's what happens with those lower end design houses. Um, not, well, I guess I am smack talking, but <laughs> anyway, but I mean, they, it's a transaction. They do the logo and you walk away. You really, really need to find a professional who can handle everything for you, at least as a lot of it in order so that your logo matches your brand, your brand matches your website, your website matches your, you know, post social posts that you put out. You're that somebody who can handle the print aspect if you want to do brochures and, and things of that. So everything is consistent because when it is not consistent, of course, people don't know, you know, is this so-and-so. I, we had a client that um, I went to talk to them the first time and they showed me six flyers and it looked like six flyers from six different companies it was all over the place. And it's like, oh, do you subcontract? Do you sell other people's products? And they're like, oh, no, those are our products. But nobody would ever know that because they weren't consistent in any of their marketing. Does that make sense? So Absolutely. if you go to the lower end people, you tend not to get that oversight and governance that you need for a really great brand. Okay. So, and a lot of people do say, hey, just, just go out to Fiverr, go just get it done, do it yourself, rather than working with somebody who can come alongside you and your brand and help guide that nice, cohesive brand message as you're going forward. Right. Can you share with us a specific example of an individual or a company you've worked with that, that came to you and maybe they had no direction or maybe everything was disjointed and they didn't know what to do and you were able to help them out and how that turned out for them? Sure, I'd love to. Um, I could, I've been doing this long enough. I could sit here and tell you a hundred stories, but one that kind of really stands out for us is we had a, a lady that was referred to us and she came and she had been doing design with a dear friend of hers who was a designer that she had had a little marketing firm. And she decided that, you know, maybe she wanted to, you know, stretch her wings a little bit. She didn't really think that, you know, what was going on really fit who she was. I and mean, it's kind of like the elephant in the room. When something doesn't quite mesh up, you can kind of feel it when you're looking at the design. And she was in tears. I'm like, why are you crying? What's going on? And it turns out that this other company had not only, they were just representing her wrong. Everything about this woman's product, she has a, a beauty line, were is all very natural. It's all made from natural stuff. She's very, she lives on a farm. The, everything about her was natural and organic. However, the brand that she had been given was completely clinical. 
It was white. It was very, very sparse. It had no emotion to it. It was, it looked like something from a science lab or something. And when she had asked them that she was going to leave them, they said, well, we still owe the, own the logo. You're going to have to pay $15,000 to get it back, to own it. And she was just all to pieces. Not only that, they wouldn't listen to her. They wouldn't let her tell the stories of her 30 years in hair, you know, haircutting and all the things that she had done that had made people feel lovely and beautiful. So when she came on with us, we completely rebranded her, got everything consistent. Everything was riddled with corn and farm and beautiful women that were not made up heavily because it was all natural. We ended up taking all the 12 brochures that they were leaving at the hair salons and making those into a magazine instead. Then we filled the magazine with her stories and pictures of her products and all this other kind of stuff that they could hand to the person while they were doing their hair. And so we were able to use everything and make her feel like a million dollars because she was able to not only be consistent all the way through, but her values were being shown to her clients. And that is so key. Absolutely. That's a great story. It also serves as a warning to make sure you're careful about who you're hiring and make sure that they can take your brand in the right direction. But love that you took those brochures, put them into a magazine, so much more powerful. Um, There's samples of it on the website. There's, you can see it on the website. We have that um, as a case study. Perfect. Yeah. Love that approach. Um, What's, what's something that, that somebody in our audience can do in the next 48 hours to set themselves up for success, make sure they have some direction and they're going the right way? I would say figure out the client you can best serve. And that's a different kind of definition. Most everybody else talks about the demographics, making an avatar and a persona and all that other kind of stuff. I want you to sit back, write down the six people that you work with that you absolutely are excited when they call. When they they are your favorite clients, they're easy to work with. They ask you what they need rather than what they want. They are able to articulate their needs. They're always very grateful. They you just love working with them. That's the client you can best serve. You know that you can rock their world. You know that you enjoy them. And when you have people like that, you're much more excited to get up and come to work. You do better work. Everything about it is better. So instead of trying to fit within the industry jargon, <laughs> just sit down and figure out who it is you love to be with and then paint that picture for yourself. Does that make sense? Uh, uh, yes. I love that. Looking at the the qualities of the people, the personalities of the people that you want to serve rather than mm-hmm. necessarily just demographics and what categories do they fit into. Correct. Because every, everything that. about marketing and branding truly the sales and all of that like everybody is saying it boils down to relationship and authenticity and all of that is is great and the but it's overused boil it what it boils down to is who is it you love to work with who is it that you know you can rock their world go find them because they're going to be where the other ones are too and when you get one that loves you they tell everybody they know absolutely and speaking of loving to work with people you and your team have a lot to offer. We've barely been able to even touch the tip of the iceberg with this interview. So where can people learn more about you and get connected with you? They can find us at neon, N-E-O-N, lizard, L-I-Z-A-R-D, 
creative, C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E dot com. And if they'd like, uh, there's a little opt-in when they're there. And that will give reward them with 450 vetted resources that they can use for their business. It's everything from podcast titles to books to Chrome extensions to different apps. Um, I so say go look at the Chrome One tab. Go look at perfectrecall.app. There's just a lot of really great things out there that can make your business a lot easier and faster and more fun to do. That's awesome. Super, super valuable stuff to have there, uh, having a resource list like that. So make sure you check that out, neonlizardcreative.com. We had Rebecca Rausch representing and bringing all kinds of knowledge with her today. So Rebecca, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here and checking out our latest amazing guest. Be sure to head over to unrivaledexperts.com to learn from more incredible experts so you can get a shortcut to living your best life. Thank you.